Hello, welcome to Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 158, this is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a talk episode where Sean and I just hang out. Love it. Dude, it is chilly. It's cold up here. It's cold up here. Mm-hmm. Why is it cold up here? Probably because it's colder outside. Mm. Hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Right? I mean... These are old wood windows. You know what? I bet you if we closed our storm windows, because every single one of them is open, it'd hold heat a lot better. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We said that, what, two weeks ago and we still haven't done it? Right. Yep. I'm taking bets on when we're going to do it next. Say it next or actually do it? Uh, say it next. Oh. And if we've done it. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, what's up? What's new? What's cooking? What is new? Um, I don't know. You and I both had very good days. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. Dude, I don't know. Think about this week. What the fuck happened this week? Well. I suppose we went to Mastermind. Yeah, Mastermind Monday. Mm-hmm. And we had Whiskery on Tuesday. Yeah. And then yesterday was Wednesday. Yes, it was. Yep. Today was Thursday. What did we do yesterday? I read. You went to MMA. That's right. Yep. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That was really fun. I have 100 pages left to read. Oof. Yep. We got to take out trash. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> nice. Sam's got book club tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm going golfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Golf simulator. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because MMA got canceled. I just open mat instead oh. of... A class? A class. Okay. So, yeah. We're just all right. Yeah. Go swing some clubs. Mike, Kyle, and I were talking. Why don't we live somewhere we can golf year-round? I'm going to murder you. I'm just, I'm asking, babe. Do, oh, do I need to repeat your excuses of why we can't? Yeah, let's hear them. Because um, everyone we know lives here. Yeah. So we'd have to move away from everyone. Mm-hmm. All of our connections and everything, we'd have to start over. Right. Have to start over the business. Yeah. We could just keep the business here, but then how shitty of business owners are we if we just leave for half of the year? Damn, dude. You got it going on, babe. You know what's up. It's because I tell you all the time, can we please be snowbirds? And you keep telling me why, and then I have to listen to the same reasons every time. I love it. Did I miss one? No. But I love how it's the cold is kind of cool. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. I grilled my t-shirt today so I could feel like it was summer again. Oddly did not feel like summer. It might have helped if you closed the back flap. I was thinking that too. I was like, dude, if I close the back flap, I'd be sitting good. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to. That makes sense. I wanted to enjoy it. Um. I'm still cold. Yeah. Like I haven't warmed up. So now you know what it feels like to be me. Uh, I'm just saying. Right. Also, do you remember once upon a time you told me, oh, if you gain more muscle, then you won't be so cold. Yeah. Well, gain more muscle. I never said how much. Keep gaining until you don't get as cold. Well, I mean, if they get some PEDs to get, more mu- to get a shit ton more muscle. Well, a shit ton more, but you could probably... Your frame, you could probably pack on 20 more pounds of muscle. You think so? 
Yeah. Okay. I think so. Mm. Probably come with about 10 more pounds of fat. Yeah. You'd be a thick girl. Do you be at what, 160? <sighs> yeah. Be a Ooh. big girl yeah. at 5'1. Mm. Nice. Bet you won't do it. I won't. Oh, I bet you'd start snoring. I probably would. Oh, man. Do you imagine you had 160 pounds? No, I couldn't. Oh, my God. I would probably... Think about it, dude. There's some women who are 5'1 mm-hmm. and over 160 pounds. Yeah, 100%. That's a that's a big person. We'll probably get close to it when, uh, if we ever have kids. I don't know, dude. That seems big, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm 200 pounds at 5 foot 9. Mm-hmm. Holy man. Mm-hmm. Man, I was wondering. Oh, wait. Hold on. There you go. What did I was just I was just, <laughs> I was just about to google that. Yeah, dude. See it. <laughs> What does five foot one and one hundred sixty pounds look like? Yeah, that seems pretty accurate. I mean, it's all fat. Oh yeah, no, I mean this makes. But that makes sense. This makes a lot of sense. Dude, how crazy is that? Like weird in heights, just like freak me out sometimes. Because I've seen posts that it's just like, what does one hundred eighty look like at different heights? And like, some people are like fit as hell. Oh, dude, I mean, I'm um. I remember I had a friend, uh, Emily Custer. Mm-hmm. She was uh, like 160 pounds. Yeah. And, but she was like 5 foot 10. And I was like, dude, you look so freaking fit and athletic. It mm-hmm. does not make sense. And then you see someone like that, 5 foot 1 at 160. Oh my God. Not yeah. flattering. But yeah, when you put that on a, when you put 160 on a 5 foot 10 frame, Holy man, it, it can look phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. Oh man, here you go. So this is a five foot three girl. Um, and she it shows like her weight loss. So it shows her at one ninety, one sixty seven, and one fifty one. Five foot three, whoa. only two inches taller than me. I honestly do think too, I mean it's definitely body type. Mm-hmm. But like when you have a taller gal, like say like five foot six, five foot seven, five foot eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go like five foot eight and above. Let's go five foot eight and above. Yeah. They almost hold weight better. Oh yeah. Like so when you're short, you just immediately like balloon out, and you get this weird like short torso with the big gut and the weird legs. But when you're bigger, like five foot eight and bigger, you can put on some weight, and it looks okay. You know, mm-hmm. like you can just be like a big person. Yeah. And it's not like roly poly. It's just like a big person. Yeah. Hmm. It's kind of cool. I, I've definitely seen some like bigger girls that like have like flat stomachs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like their stomach is flatter than mine. And I'm like, oh, yeah. damn. Absolutely. They don't get that little like pudge. Mm-hmm. They can have like a nice, like, they're going to be like big girls with hourglass shapes. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And I suppose too, right? Like, I have no boobs. So you gotta think someone who actually has boobs, like, that's an extra, like, 10 pounds. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's so cool. Bodies are interesting. Yeah, they are. 
for sure big cool big cool all right babe what what we got going on today what's what's what we got cracking you already asked me this what's your turn all right uh we had jason lund come and talk at wisco ria that was a lot of fun sean didn't come home until midnight right I just had to throw that in there. I didn't, yeah. And then the next morning, I didn't get up for the gym. Mm-hmm. So, whoops. I didn't either because someone was an elephant. Oh, you're blaming me. Well, no. I also stayed there until 10.30. Okay. Not 10.30, 6.30. Oh, you stayed at Wisco until 10.30. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, 10.30. But then yeah. I got home. I had to get everything ready for the morning for both of us. Wow, rough life. Mimi wanted to play. She's so cute. She's napping right now. Um, no, Jason came and talked. It was a really good, really good conversation, a really good speaking engagement. Um, I really enjoy listening to somebody in a very similar field to what I am in. Mm-hmm. But he's 11 years ahead of me. Yeah. And... Listening to him talk is beautiful mm-hmm. because the same shit I always say that people don't want to listen to me about is the same shit that he's saying to other people that they don't want to listen to him about. Yeah. Providing value, providing a solution, and helping people. Mm-hmm. You do those things. You are out there to help people. You are not out there for a paycheck. And so many people struggle with that concept. Mm -hmm. And so it's really like refreshing and enjoyable to hear someone at his level say the same shit. Right, yeah serve people be helpful be there with the solution the money will come and if it doesn't line up you walk away from the deal right yeah if you hear what they have you give them a solution to their problem and the price they need does not align with the price you can give you walk away you can refer the deal to a realtor but you walk away Mm-hmm. and it's such beautiful beautiful advice yep when that's like at work. Oh, sorry, big yawns. Um, at work, I was. Uh, I keep telling people, right? Like, you can't just bring problems. You have to bring solutions with those problems. Yes. Because if you're just bringing a problem, then you're just complaining. Um, that's all you're doing. One hundred percent. So. I, I, lately, I've been actually, like, reminding a lot of people of that because we've had some... It's a weird time in my company right now and whatever. So, people have been complaining about things. And I'm just like, okay, what's your solution then? Right. They're like, well, I don't know. Okay, well, I don't want to hear about it until you have a solution. Right. Because most people, if they have a complaint, should have a solution to how to fix it. Right. I agree. I yeah. agree. It's a, yeah. So the other day, like, someone brought something up to me, and they're just like, oh, yeah, and, like, I think this would help fix it or help it. And I was just like, look at that. There now you go. tell the right person that can right. actually do that for you. Right. 
Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got tired. Yeah, I don't know. Sean and I were wide awake and we're doing just great meal prepping and everything. We came up here wow. and now I just want to sleep. I had a wall. Yeah. Do we have a monster or anything? No. For real? Yeah. You can stop and get one if you want. This... I'm going to have aminos. Oh my God. Because I mean, we'll work off that caffeine. <clears throat> Fuck, I wish I had one. Sounds delicious right about now. Yeah. <laughs> We have a carbon monoxide detector up here, don't we? Yeah, why? Oh, okay. Isn't that like the, the the invisible gas that just makes you sleepy? Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think it's that, babe. I'm pretty sure it's not that. It's probably the cold. It's probably the fact that we have been going all day long, and now we're tired. You know, it could be that. Yep. What else you got? Um, so I really like that part of his talk. And then he mentioned something that is beautiful because it is the numero uno thing on my vision. He's talking about his property management company. Yes. And they are proactive, a proactive management company, not a reactive management company. And that is the first thing I live by is being proactive, not reactive. Mm-hmm. And I love, love, love that. Do you know that just reminds me of? No. So I was telling you the other day on the way, on our drive home that, because um, we were trying to think of ways to save your business money. Yeah. I was like, I think you guys switching plans and ideas like partway through costs you quite a bit of money. So that right there. Yeah, no, I agree. That was uh, from the speaker. Uh, Jeff Redman at uh, Mastermind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Um, and now I'm thinking that's you guys being reactive instead of pro- proactive. 100%. Because you're obviously reacting to something to be like, oh, actually, we're going to make this a short-term rental or, oh, we're going to actually sell this. Right. Instead of being, pro- like, especially proactive with, the way Sean and Kyle do rentals or like, yeah, rentals versus flips is pretty different. Yeah. Do you not think so? Like materials you use? Not for, really. No, is it really actually the same? It's pretty much the same. Okay, never mind them. You could have yeah. told me that on the phone the other day. Yeah, I could have, but I kind of like it like this a little more. Um, rentals compared to regular flips appliances appliances are different um depending on the quality of the house we might go a little lower finishes on a house versus a rental or on a rental on a rental versus a house got it yeah other than that they're both the same interesting yeah and the reason is, I know whatever's a rental now will be sold later. So maybe we won't put as nice of floor in mm-hmm. if it's a rental. Maybe, maybe some portion of the finishing, you know, the the appliances won't be stainless steel; they'll be black, and. 
like just little stuff like that. Maybe we'll put the cheaper toilet in. Those kinds of things we might do. Mm-hmm. But the main scope, the main work, if we're going to move that wall, we're going to move that wall. Right, yeah. Because when we decide to sell it in five years, it's done. Mm-hmm. So. That's very true. Yeah, I, I think for the most part, our flips and our our holds are so darn similar. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. For I would say I would say our biggest difference is floor coverings. If we're selling it, we're gonna put more carpet in. If we're holding it, we're doing less carpet. That makes sense. That'd be our biggest one, I bet. Did I tell you Carrie's really excited about about the fact that there's no carpet in that place? Really? Yeah, love is like in love with that. Good. Why? Why? Yeah. Um. I think because of her cats. I'm going to tell you right now, dude. Carpet is fucking filthy. Yeah, it's gross. Every house we pull up carpet in, like, like, oh, this carpet don't look that bad. You pull it up, disgusting. The shit at the bottom, in underneath the carpet, disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's you, like you lay on, we lay on, lay on that shit. Do you think... People who grew up with carpet has, like, better immune systems than people that didn't. Uh, maybe. That's, like, also why I didn't want to keep this rug. Because I was like, who knows what's in this fucking rug? It's so true, dude. Shit's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm, I like hard surfaces a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially after seeing the shit we see. Ish. We'll throw a throw rug out, dude. Dude, I love throw rugs. They're perfect. Mimi doesn't, but I do. I think she does. She still rolls around on them. That's true. Yeah. She wishes it'd be carpet, though. Yeah, she definitely wishes there was more. She probably wants a house full of carpet. Maybe, but then she can slide. I think she likes sliding. We should put carpet in the bathroom. No, never. Think of how fucking nasty people were that did that. Yeah, dude. Dude. You, any man that's peed ever, knows that sometimes you it dribbles some, on the floor. Sometimes you get some dribble, and uh, what if you can't wipe that up and it just absorbs into the carpet? That is literally the nastiest shit ever. Oh my god! Oh, and then you're like getting out of the shower with your wet feet, and there's so much gross shit just stuck in the carpet. Oh. Fuck that, dude. Carpet in the bathroom. Who would have ever thought that was an idea? What a fucking idea. Hey, are should you... We, should we search how that started? Go ahead. Are you opposed to, like, drinking some coffee right now? Dude, no, I could... I told you I was going to drink Aminos before we go to the gym. So, you'd be down for coffee, or... Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to drink Aminos. Is that a good idea? Why not? You could do one sure. scoop of Aminos. Do we want to hit pause? No, I could talk to him. While I go hit play on the pot? Yeah. Is it loaded? No. Oh. Well, you just have to... No, I mean, it won't take you that long. Okay. You gotta be speedy. All right, I'm going now. Okay, wait. What am I looking up? How did uh, carpet start in bathrooms? He's even on the phone, you guys. I want you to know this. Um, How did carpet start in bathrooms? So this is what I like to do. Um... I 
I'm one of those personality types. Uh, I looked it up the other day on the DISC method. It's, I think it's like an SC or maybe an IS or something. I like to get information. So whenever there's a question, I like to know the answer. Um, it was a really good thing of being a biology major. Um, was wanting to know the answers to things because we we do these lab assignments and we obviously had it like oh 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 I'll this is a good one my microbiology class was one of my favorite classes favorite professor who hated me but it was fine um we had to take these samples of uh, different bacteria in them and we had to figure out what bacteria were in there and so I mean there's like lots of different things you can do uh with them you obviously had to put them on uh shit man it's been so long uh the petri medium uh to grow them and then you would take that and you would do different things with the individual cells that you get and you would figure out what bacteria you had and it was the coolest coolest thing ever because it was just so fun to be able to like hands-on figure out something of like oh what is in this thing? And then finding out the answers. A lot of things I do now, I just uh, obviously look up on the internet because that's just the easiest. Carpeted bathrooms are bathrooms that have carpeted floors and have traditional floor surfaces such as tile or vinyl. No shit. That makes so much sense. Despite their tendency to foster mold and bacteria, carpets are sometimes installed in residential bathrooms for aesthetic purposes. Carpet should never be installed in bathrooms in commercial buildings. God, that makes so much sense. Could you imagine, right? You're working in an office building and there was carpet in the goddamn bathroom. Oh my God, I forgot about the fucking bath mat. That's go, the bath mats that go around the toilet. At least those are small enough that you could at least wash it in the machine washer. But still, that is sketchy. Um, Okay. The, the pros, they make bathrooms appear more warm and inviting. They are softer than tile. Um, bathroom slip hazards are reduced. Makes sense. Installation is generally quick and inexpensive. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I know like tile uh, is definitely pretty expensive to ex- install. I couldn't tell you the exact amount per square footage, but it is. Okay, disadvantage of carpets and bathrooms. Steam from the shower will condense on the carpet. Water splashes from the tub. Water sheds from tub. Blah, blah, blah. Lots of water getting on the carpet. Okay. The presence of moisture in the pad will lead to growth of decay fungi. To the growth of decay fungi on the wood or oriented strand board OSB subfloor. The subfloor would be decayed and weakened by mold. Mold also releases spores that can cause respiratory ailments, especially for those with certain health problems. Wow. Okay, I want to know who started this, though. That's my real question. How? Okay. Why did anyone think it was a good idea for carpet in a bathroom? Oh, this picture even has the pink tub, pink sink... There is, however, a fireplace in this bathroom, so that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. It looks like in the 90s. Ooh, it was the sign of luxury. Interesting. Man, some of these are really weird. 
bathtubs on the floor. People have read it with carpet in their bathrooms. Why? My goodness. Uh, so I don't have an actual date of when it started. This for sure said the 90s. Carpet bathrooms in the 70s. Oh, 70s looks way more like it. Yeah, I could see the 70s. Um, but yeah, so I like to discover answers on things. Here's another fun little tidbit for you. Sean's not going to listen to this, so I can just say this. Um, if you're a man and your wife mentions two months prior that we should do something for her 30th, don't ask her the week or two before the birthday what she wants to do to celebrate her birthday. Because the reason that she initially brought it up two months ago was so that you could plan something without having to ask her if she wants something or doesn't want something. Um, Because honestly, most of the time, not all the time, I'm guessing like the woman is going to plan everything. So it'd be nice to get a break from having to plan everything. And that's just a food for thought. For any men out there. Plan something. Don't tell your wife. Make it nice. And I bet you she'd be pretty happy. Um, anyways, what else do I got for you? Uh, today at work, at my job, um, I was telling Sean, I don't... One of my big philosophies is I... I don't like to hear problems without solutions. And the reason why is because a lot of times in the workforce, like uh, especially when I work for Sean and Ryan, I couldn't be everywhere all at once, obviously. They had five houses. So I don't know what every single one of those houses or departments is like. So when someone brings me a problem, it's hard to think of a solution when I don't know exactly how all of the departments work. Um, if you're running a business, obviously you should have somewhat of an idea, but you're not going to know all like the deep down ins and outs. And I just also feel like I respect people more when they do bring me solutions with their problems. Cause it makes me realize they thought about this. They took the time to realize there's a problem, think through it and find one possible solution to that problem and it just goes to show that you did your due diligence you took your time and it wasn't just like oh this problem popped up today i'm gonna go do this right now do you only bring one cup oh did you want a cup too you did oh that makes a lot of sense hey what you been talking about um i so we learned that uh, I think it started in the 70s. Um, I told him the pros and cons of carpet in the floor or oh, carpet in the bathroom. There's no pros. Um, it's soft for your feet. Jesus Christ. It looks aesthetically pleasing. No, it doesn't. Um, and it's cheap. Oh, my God. You want me to go grab a coffee? I mean, you can talk if you want now. 
What should I talk about? Whatever you want. Okay. And you're going to go grab some coffee? Yeah. I should have just brought up an extra cup for you. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you didn't. Because you asked me, do you think that's a good idea if I'm going to still have aminos? And I was like, well, I can only have one scoop of aminos instead if you want. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'll probably actually have half a cup of coffee and then probably still two scoops of aminos. And someone just joined us again. Yes, you did. Cool you can talk about Mimi's paw. I don't think we talked about that on here yet, have you? She's fine. Yeah, I guess I can talk about that real quick. I mean, she's a drama queen. She's such a drama queen. Oh, uh, maybe we... I'll let you talk about it. I just don't remember if I ever talk about things. Don't forget the creamer. Um, so I think we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. Uh, Mimi's clumsy and cracked her claw on I don't know what. Um, and so one day we were just in the kitchen and I looked down and there's just blood everywhere. And I was like, what happened? And I looked down and Mimi's paw is just covered in blood. Um, so we wiped her up. Uh, and her nail was like cracked in half. And so if we pulled it off, then her whole, uh, quick would be exposed. And the quick is connected to like the paw bone. So it, it, if it's exposed, then it gets uh, infected. It could get infected really easily. And so it was fine. And we just like wrapped it up while we're gone, uh, would put her boots on when she was outside. So then she wouldn't hit it on anything else. Um, and then it was so funny because <laughs> since her paw was wrapped out, wrapped up, she just didn't move for like three days. She just thought the world was ending with her paw wrapped up. Yeah. And it was very entertaining because obviously she had to go outside. And it's pretty much as soon as we put her booties on her, she would rock around like nothing was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as she like lost the sensory in the other foot, she had no idea. Yeah. Or if like uh, she would start limping. And if you had a treat for her, then she would, like, just walk just fine. It it was definitely, like, she was being a drama queen. Like, oh, mom, dad, give me Dove in. Yeah. It's good times. Yeah. So now her, I mean, her quick is still exposed, but now she can play. Play. So she's a happy ham again. Mm-hmm. She, she must nick it on some things because every once in a while there's some blood again, but we just wipe it up and put some antiseptic on it. Yeah. And she just plays. She's happy. She's good girl. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. My brain's fried. Why? I don't know. Shana, did you finish your book? Millionaire mindset. Yeah, you finished it. Yeah. Dope. So right now, so I read That's the how to start. Or how to have a story brand for under $1,000 or something. Mm. Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. That one was really good. Um, some very interesting information in it that, like, I didn't need to know. But I was just like, okay, cool. I like it. Some stuff that we need to do before next Thursday. Uh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to finish. I want to finish the website. So, for uh, life? No, Toots. Oh. 
For I sure. probably will look through Tutors of Life, um, just in case. I'm taking next Thursday off. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that, which is good. Mm-hmm. You, me, and Brooke can rock out at the office. Mm-hmm. Which my desk is in Minneapolis. Oh, sweet. So, but, so yeah, that's what I just read. Sean, how was your book, Millionaire Mindset? That book was really good. It um, just had a lot of, a lot of interesting takes and a lot of different opinions um, on how to be wealthy. Yeah. And that book was cool because of the, like, surveys and studies they did. Yeah, they did. They surveyed 733 millionaires. So it was really cool. It was a really fun book. And uh, if you want to learn more about like the mindset or like what people do that are millionaires, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their hobbies and how they evaluate things and, and think about that. I guess if you want to take the biggest takeaway from that whole book, mm-hmm. most millionaires don't make rash decisions. Yeah. They research. Mm-hmm. They make calculated moves. And they save more money than they spend. You should talk a little bit louder when you... Oh, sorry. And they save more money than they spend. There you go. Um, yeah. I think... I'm trying to think of... Sean read me a couple of the excerpts. I do want to read it at some point. Sure. Um... The housing price was one of the most interesting ones. Oh, yeah. Um, The average millionaire, it was the average one to three. One to two? One to two. One to two million. Yeah. Um, The average house was like 228,000. Yeah, or 240. Do take in mind, like... This was 1998. Eight, 98 or 96 yeah. you said so yeah 228 which i suppose what with inflation what is that do we know i don't want me to go grab the book oh does it account for inflation no, it doesn't oh no we don't need okay to. cool i just figured we'd uh recap but i thought that was just super low and the what was it 10 plus million it was only like five hundred thousand. yeah 500 so people with uh net worth of up to net worth of up to um, nine million or ten million. Their average home price was five hundred fifty thousand that they purchased at. Mm-hmm. So that's what they purchased at. So the time of writing the book, the houses were valued at like one point four. The average was one point four million for the that category. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it it went up a lot. <clears throat> So, I mean, you'd even have to take into effect they bought that that probably in, like, the 80s. Um, 240000 or 220000 It's, like, 228000 Let me, hold on, fix this thing quick. Um, seeing this then makes me kind of be like, oh. Uh, it's about 500000 now. 500000 initial purchase price um, if you are a one to two millionaire. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious though, like, right, so what would that have been? 2021? Yeah. Is that when, is that before things started going real high? No, 2021 is when the things were going high. You want to go 2020. 2020. Early 2020. To 2020. 
2019. If you, are you talking inflation? Yeah. Go 2019. God, you keep... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you meant housing prices. I know you meant inflation. Yeah, no, no. F- inflation. I want to see if it can, like, tell me, like, what it would have been then. Um... Oh, does this from... Oh, here we go. Damn, this thing's fancy. Dude. Do you want to know what it was? Huh. So this this makes way more sense to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 355000 Right. Yep. Because money's fake now. Yeah. Like, really fake. It was fake before, but it's really fake. So, so yeah, you have to figure in. So, from when when was the original? What did you have the original date at? 1998. Okay. So, 1998... For me, do do nineteen, do like nineteen eighty seven for me. Nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, or like nineteen eighty eight. Two hundred twenty eight thousand. Yeah. Uh, four hundred ninety six thousand now. Four ninety six. Okay. All right. That's probably kind of what it was because I think that those prices were what they originally bought them at. So you know, most of them were probably holding them for around ten years. Yeah, that's true. So, but even I mean, think about it. Like you know, so you got. You know, you're worth one and a half million dollars buying a $500,000 house. That's pretty, seems all right. Yeah. Um, I, so I gave a, a piece of life, life advice while you were gone. Oh. We're going to go another piece of life advice, advice sure. right now. So if you manage people or like you're the boss of people and let's say you ask an employee to do uh, like a project for you, mm-hmm. but nothing like big. So like, uh, I'm trying to think. Um... I don't know. Let's say you have one of your managers make an SOP for you or whatever, a standard mm-hmm. operating procedure. And you need to present that sent or present that SOP to like a board of some sort. Yeah. Um do not take credit for that SOP. Oh Jesus. Like hold on. Oh, hold on. Let me make sure I know what you're saying. You're saying you're you're my manager mm-hmm. and you asked me to make an SOP. Uh-huh. So I make an SOP and give it to you. For you to present. Yep. And then you present it. And say that I did it. And say that you did it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Or like maybe I don't say I did it, but if they if the board says like, Oh my gosh, this is such a great job or so like so great, blah blah blah, good job and you just say, Oh, thank you instead of correcting them and saying, Oh, so and so did it. Don't ever fucking do that. Do you have any has that happened to you? It's happened to my mom so much recently. Oh, my Actually, God. Actually, I shouldn't say recently, but every year. So my mom's an accountant. We've talked about it before. Yeah. And she works uh, at this company that they have to do, uh, like, quarterly, uh, or maybe their monthly budgets or something. Yeah. Um, oh, budget approvals, duh. Mm-hmm. And my mom spent... A while on it because she always does because that's her job as an accountant mm-hmm. and my mom is even in the room mm. like in the, the board meeting mm. with her boss and so her boss presents it takes all the credit for her for my mom's ideas and they all give her raves for her tremendous budgeting abilities no and she just says thank you and smiles oh man Man, oh man, that's um, that's bad. Yeah, I'd leave the company. Hundred percent. Yeah. My so my when my mom started, uh, she had a different 
like office manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would always like give my mom credit. Like be mm-hmm. like, nope, like th- this is like Kim's budget. Like this is what she came up with. Blah 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 blah. Um, my mom also said she's never had a good time with female bosses. Mm. She's always, all of her female bosses have always taken credit like that. Mm-hmm. But whenever she said a male boss, they gave the correct. Um, right. Pretty, or, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So for all your female, all of us female bosses out there, make sure to give credit where it's due. Mm-hmm. Don't take the credit. I do that all the time at work. People tell me, like, how good my team is, and I was just like, I just put them in the right places. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that do the job, and they do it well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's how it should be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just another good piece of life advice for all of you out there. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it a lot. Oh, she also did just call my mom and tell her, told her she's putting in her six-week month. Six month notice. My mom's bosses. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, good. Well, my boss just called and she said she was quitting in six months. Pegasus says all that praise went to her head. That's amazing. <laughs> my family's funny. That's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, that's not a good quality of a manager, I don't think. Nope, it's not. It's all really right. Not. I'm going to leave one last thing before we get ready for the gym. What's up? <clears throat> Um, a lot of people want to think they need a coach mm-hmm. and, or a coach or a group or whatever. There's so much free advice. If you're not using said free advice... then you don't need a coach. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're using the free advice but not using it efficiently, um, struggling, running into issues, now that's a good time to get a coach mm-hmm. or a group to help you. But, um, you know, it's I, I've known this for so long, and that's why I always say, like, you know what you need to do. You just need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but... Yesterday, Jason, or two days ago, when Jason was talking, all the shit he was saying, um, all the information we got, I was like, dude, you could take all this information and you could have a wholesaling company. Yeah. You just have to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's things, there's thing, there's some stuff that he was talking about that I still quite wasn't sure on. Like, I was like, oh, I'm not sure how I would implement this mm. you know i'm not sure how i would do this and we have to take into consideration the different cities too yeah, yeah i mean definitely location definitely plays a role yeah but you can't tell me as a single guy you couldn't start wholesaling here right if you don't have a business i'm saying like if you don't have partners you know don't have a whole team you as yourself could easily do a wholesaling business mm-hmm. and you could probably hire a helping hand yeah easy in eau claire thing is will you do it every day Will you be consistent with it? Will you take all the free information we just got and implement it? The answer is probably not. Mm -hmm. Even more so. Are you going to want to do it with a friend or someone else so then it's not such a burden on you so now you're splitting half your profits? Well, that's going to cut into you quite a bit. 
Um, one thing that he said that I, I kind of liked and thought about is like he runs essentially the wholesaling side, the acquisition side, that mm. part of the business. Yeah. And he's got a business partner. And I talked to him about that. He just gave that business partner equity to run all the rentals, management, and all that. So that guy handles that side of the business, and Jason just gave him the equity to do that so Jason can focus on wholesaling. That's cool. So that was really cool. Um, so in a realm like that, it makes a lot of sense. Mm. But if you're just wholesaling and you're going to bring another person on just to wholesale, to be partners to wholesale, just do it yourself. Yeah. You know? Don't split that profit. It's mm. going to be a lot harder to make it work. Yeah. I think, too, like with the groups and stuff, I honestly think a lot of it could just be solved by having, like, an accountability partner or, like, someone you go and meet with and have coffee with, like, once a month. I think so. Because... I think partners really help. Yeah. I think a lot of... Sean and I have been able to progress so much because, like, we have each other. So we both listen to different things. You we mean both progress, not regress? Isn't that what I said? You said regress. I thought I said progress. Oh, did progress? you? Progress? Oh. Uh, Maybe I heard it wrong. Um... But yeah, we we have each other. We we listen to different things. We read different books, and so we bounce ideas off each other. Honestly, all day long, I would say probably eighty five percent of our lives is business. Yeah, which is fine. That's what we like. It's what we like to do. Um, but we're we're able to. I like. I don't think a lot of the books and stuff. I, I would do so well reading if I didn't have someone to like discuss it with and be like, mm. how can we apply this to our lives? Right. So I'm I think it's podcast platform to talk about it on. Right. And yes, because now we have to interpret it or read the book, digest it all, and then be able to spit it back out right. to all of our listeners. Right. Um, so I think that like has really helped a lot with like how we want to progress things. Yeah, I think so. Mm. We are getting to the point, though, where, like, uh, Alex Ramosi says, and actually a lot of people say, like, eventually you can get to the point where you're more hurting yourself by trying to learn, learn, learn if you don't start doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the do will uh, probably start, a lot of, like, my doing will come into place once I'm full-time with our mm -hmm. business and not splitting it between the two. Mm -hmm. So cool all right guys that's what i got for you it's time for me to go hit the gym yeah me too all right peace out see you